Good morning, guys. We're going to start here in just a second. All right. Hope everybody can hear me. Um, guys, this my name is uh, Nick Tuffenbus. This is what is today? Thursday, August fifteenth, and this is the WBBF call. We build brighter futures. Um, guys, this is uh, it's a privilege and an honor for me to be doing this call. Thank you, um, Andy Albright, Paul Roberts, and Jeremy Patton, and so many incredible leaders that we have in this group for allowing me to to do this call and allowing me to um, speak to to your teams. Uh, I don't take this lightly. Um, it's uh, you know I hope I don't mess y'all up. So. Um, to, guys, today we're going to be going over the ATM. I know yesterday we did um, a little bit of the phone script, and today we'll we'll kind of go over the ATM. It's a 30-minute call, and we're not exactly going to be able to cover every single bit of it, but uh, let's you know we'll just get covered with uh, cover what uh, some of the more important parts of what we're doing, and when we're getting out there in the home. Um, guys, just remember, most importantly, especially if you know, even if you're not getting just started, but especially if you're you're just getting started and getting ready to go out there and get into these homes, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to you. you we know you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be great um, going out to these homes. Um, and, you know, getting started, and that's okay. That's not a, it's not a big deal. Um, you you know you can't. Uh, expect yourself to go out there and doing something for the first time and that you're going to be perfect at it. Um, you know, I know a lot of people get started, um, even myself included, kind of trying to know too much and trying to, you know, you're trying to get everything down or trying to know everything in and out before you get out there. And, you know, until you get out there and start doing it, guys, just remember you're not going to be perfect at it. And the only way to get good at doing the ATM and the in-home presentation is by getting out there, sitting down with folks and messing up. And Lord knows I've been doing this over three years. I still mess up now. Um, so, so guys, let me let's kind of just uh, get started here. When uh, you know you're getting out to the to the home, and um, you, you know you're gonna be pulling up to your appointment. Try you know try to you use common sense on where you're gonna park. Um, you know try not to try not to block anybody in in the driveway if possible. Um, you know. If if you're able to park on the side of the street, do that. That's fine. Um, but you know, just kind of use common sense. Try not to block the um, people in. Um, I, a lot of times, I'll I'll get to door door, and when a, when a person comes out, I'll even ask them, "Hey, is my car okay where it's at?" Just to be safe. Um, just to be respectful. Make sure nobody needs to leave. Um, guys, remember, don't um, you don't want to be you don't want to be dressed in suits and um you know business wear and all that stuff guys uh guys go you know a polo and jeans and you know just you know some sneakers is fine to get out there you know they're um you don't want to look like you're some salesperson uh, i think that's one of the biggest things and one of the biggest keys to this is you don't want to be a salesperson um period you're just somebody out there trying to help these folks out and so when i get to the door i'm knocking um, trying not to ring the doorbell. Um, heck, most of the time, half these people's doorbells are not working anyway. So, you know, you want to be, you don't want to sound like the police knocking on the door, but, a, you know, a firm, friendly knock. Um, you know, just to 
they know uh, just so they can make sure they can hear you. But um, you know, like I said, you don't want to be banging on the door. I'm a big dude. I don't want to bang in anybody's doors. I I will take a few steps back. I'm not trying to be hovering in front of the door and scaring somebody when they open it. I'm you know just kind of you know standing back and you're waiting for somebody to come to the door. Um, when they get there, I just kind of smile and. Um, just kind of automatically introduce myself. Let's say um, the person's name is John, and you know he comes to the door. But hey, John, hi. just kind of go go about uh, you know shaking his hand and saying, "Hey, my name I'm Nick. I'm here for our appointment." And uh, you know we kind of you know he lets me in. Um, I'm trying to get to the I'm trying to get to the kitchen table. Um, and. You know, usually the hey, we got someone we could sit down. You got a table. Uh, I'll just ask him straight up, and uh, you know, yeah, usually that's not it's not a problem. Um, guys, I know uh, you know we always say you want to get to the kitchen table. There's going to be some situations where there might not eat. You know, there it might not be able to get to the table. I've been in homes and they don't have a table. Period. And it's okay. You know, it, this is not the end of the appointment because they don't have a table. Just make do with what you can. I've, I have. You know, we had to sit down at the couch, and I pulled up a chair and used the chair as a table to set up the ATM. I've, sometimes I've had the ATM in my lap um, because, you know, you just have to do what you got to do. Um, one way or the other, but, you know, ideally, you want to get to a kitchen table and sit down and set up. Uh, and, guys, um, I am pretty much starting building the rapport, which I think is a dope. As soon as you get in there, that's one of the first things that you want to do. You want to start building that report immediately. Um, yeah, I know we have the About Me page in the ATM, and we and we do that, but I'm pretty much starting that process before we get going, before I've even pulled the ATM. I'm trying to have a conversation with these folks. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm trying to find something to compliment them on. I'm like, hey, it's a beautiful home. If it's not a beautiful home, don't say that. <laughs> um, you know, don't know. You, you don't want to lie to them. Hey, if it's a, if it's kind of like a little secluded area, like man, it's peaceful out here. Uh, good guy. How long have you been here? I'm trying to start a conversation immediately. I'm like, you know, and um, and start building that rapport. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be. You know, he lets me in, and we're having awkward silence until we get to the table, and I start pulling the ATM out and getting set up, and then we can talk. You know, you're, you're trying to be friendly immediately and, and just really having a conversation about whatever whatever it is that catches your attention or, you know, just good small talk. Like, okay, where are you from? How long have you been here? You know, all that good stuff. And um, just, you know, have that conversation. You already want to start kind of take, tearing down those walls and, and start building that trust and start getting these people comfortable. Um, most times they're already it's already kind of awkward. They're not used probably used to somebody coming to their house to do a sales presentation uh, is what they've got in their mind. So you just want to really just change their perspective of, wh of who you are. They're expecting some salesperson with some high um, high pressure pitch, and you just want to be that friendly person over there to help them out. Um, so once we got to the table, and I've been sitting there chit chatting with them for a little bit, you know, I'll uh, you know I'll go ahead and pull out the ATM. I'll kind of tra transition to them, um, you know, or I'll, I'll get the ATM and I'll kind of have it pulled out, and I have the lead with me, and I'm like, okay, hey guys, this is what I'm here about, um, you know, whatever kind of lead, whether it's mortgage protection, final expense. Kind of help me understand how you know 
you know, help me understand how I can help you. What, what's going on? What, how can I help you today? And I started getting them talking about why they contacted us. Um, so, the, you know, for me, the two most, two most important things, especially at the beginning, is building that rapport and finding out why. So, um, you know, if it's, uh, for example, final expense, um, you know, usually, oh, hey, I called in because, okay, I saw your commercial and I'm wanting, wanting some insurance, right? And then I still, I don't just stop there. I'm like, okay, I got you. So kind of, uh, like, hey, usually it's one of three, pe- one of three reasons people call in. Um, they have some insurance that they don't feel like they have enough. They don't have any at all. Somebody recently died and it's got them thinking about getting things taken care of. Which one are you? And usually they'll go ahead and tell me. Usually they'll tell me, "Hey, they might, they have enough. They they have some, or they or they don't have any at all." I got you. Okay, I'm, do everything I can. I, I'll do everything I can to help you guys out today. Um, and, and get it taken care of. Um, if they tell me they do have some, I'll be like, "Okay, I got you." And I'll, I'll kind of start asking about what they already have. Okay, what do you have? And um, you know what's going on. And you know what the and I'll start having a conversation about why they're looking for more, like you know, especially if they have like you know fifteen twenty thousand and it's final expense. But okay, what what are, what are we looking for some more for? What's going on? Like what's got like is there you don't feel like it's quite enough? Or you got some grandkids you want money left over for? You know, I'll really start trying to find out why they called in. Um, you know, mortgage protection. It's the same thing. I'm just kind of like okay, who filled this out? I got you. What you know? I start asking about what were their concerns and like, okay, this situation. Like, well, if it's a situation where you know somebody's not going to be able to live here, if if the other dies, like, kind of, I'm really just trying to kind of find out why. I'm not digging too too deep at it at this point, but I'm already kind of already talking about why, and, and I want them thinking about why they contacted me in the first place. And once I've gotten some answers from them as far as why they called in or sent the form in, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can before I leave here today make sure this is taken care of. And I point to the them. I'm like, hey, this is my little dummy-proof guide. I'm going to kind of just go through this, get the, go through this real quick and figure out a way to help you out. And, um, you know, I just kind of get started with the ATM. And look, the, that very first page to start um, is um, who we are, the Alliance. Um, I'll just say, hey guys, okay. The name of our company is the Alliance. We're a giant. Uh, we're a giant. Uh, we're a giant uh, agency that works. Um, uh, uh, ah. <laughs> excuse me, guys. We're a huge network of agents and agencies that work together across the entire country, and we help people with all forms of life insurance, whether it's the mortgage protection, the final expense, traditional. You know, we help people with retirement protection as well. And then, guys, I, I go on and tell them that I, we don't do car insurance, homeowner's insurance, some of the kind of stuff that you kind of get angry at the agent about. You know, you're forced to buy it. Do you... You know, half the stuff's confused and the other half's not covered. You know, guys, we keep it simple. It's plans people put in place because they love someone and they want to make sure that they're taken care of. So I kind of start talking about, you know, I kind of apply a little bit of pressure there, especially if it's a married couple that I'm sitting with. <laughs> um, you know, kind of just look at them. I'm like, okay, you you guys love each other. There's no other reason for you, for you to contact me, correct? And um, hard for them not to agree. With, with that at that point but you know i'm just reminding them that you know they're getting this because they love somebody they, they want to make sure that they're taken care of 
Um, and then, of course, I talk about, hey, you know, if we are like we're hiring, we're needing some help. And if you know anybody that can do what I'm about to do, just kind of just let me know. And sometimes I have people immediately start telling me somebody and sometimes they don't. But, um, you know, after that, I kind of go into the about me. I remember I've already kind of had some conversation with them um, about, you know, about how long, you know, how long they've been in the house and all that stuff. But I just take this opportunity and remember, it just depends on what kind of situation you're in. You know, I start letting them know a little bit about myself, and I start asking questions about them. So especially if it's a married couple, if I haven't asked it already, like, hey, how long have you guys been together? Where did the, you know, how did y'all meet? Who made the first move? Um, you know, I'm usually trying, I'm trying to keep it light right here, trying to make some jokes, but I'm also, like, getting them to remember how much they love each other. You know, they, especially if they've been together for a while and they start remembering how, how they met and, and they, you know, get them joking with each other. Um, really, you know, really want to, you know, you want to, like, kind of speak to their hearts at, at this point and really get, get them talking about uh, about each other and to get them talking about how long they've been together um you know if it's uh just a single you know single person or final expense thing and, and you know it's just one one person that you're talking to you know kind of just talking to them about um you know where, they, where they've been talking to them about their family um you know really have some conversation you know figure find something that you guys have in common maybe you talk about school it, it just depends um each person's a little bit different um, guys, just remember that, you know, you don't want to be, you want to be, a, you're talking to people, so you want to be, um, like, uh, you want to be talking like a person here as well. Like when you're, when you're speaking with these folks and you're like, you don't want to, I I'm, see the right words I'm trying to look for here. Like you don't want to be too mechanical. Or, you know, you don't want to be kind of like, you don't want to act like you're just reading what's on the ATM. Like, you, you want to be actually, you know, having a conversation with these folks. Keep it light. You want to be smiling, um, having a good time with these folks. Um, you know, give them high fives and something, you know, um, something that you're talking about, whatever um, that you guys agree on. And, you know, really keep it laughing. It, it makes a huge difference. It's... Um, just like on the ATM, it's it's more about how you're saying things instead of what you're saying. Um, so just really, just really, you know, remember that. Like, hey, you're not just, you know, reading off the thing and just asking them questions and and making it awkward. Like, really have a conversation like you would with your friends. Okay. Um, you know, at this point, so after like you know, on the about me page, I kind of go into my story uh, a little bit about why this is important for me to help folks with this um you know I'll, t I'll tell them about what happened uh, when i was younger when uh you know when my mother died and um with, without the insurance and i kind of go into into that story a little bit and let them know kind of where where we were as a family and then i, I tell them hey this is why it's so important for me to help people with this because of our experiences kind of help me understand let's look, dig a little bit deeper on why this is so important to you and i'm really starting to get them you know they'll they'll start giving me stories about you know if they've lost loved ones whether they were covered or weren't covered um what the families had to do um you know this is mortgage protection uh and stuff and they start telling me hey i want to 
I want to make sure that um, things are taken care of. Okay, it's like you know, I start um, you know, I start digging in a little bit further from there. Like, okay, well, what is taken care of? What like, and, and I start having a conversation about, okay, when you die, what does that look like? You know, Bob and Mary, Bob, you die. What is Mary? What does things look? What do things look like for you? Um, and I really start getting into that uh, conversation and start really digging in deep. Like you don't want to be just, you know, she says things look bad and you just move on. Like, okay, what is bad? How long can you stay here? Where are you going to go? What, you know, um, and, and just really having that, you know, really having a conversation about uh, what's going to happen. And, really, and you guys actually listen to what they're telling you, and you know, you kind of got to find the pain here uh, about what's going to happen. What does things look like when one or the other dies, and what why we need to to get this coverage and done today. Um, if it's uh now, especially if it's mortgage protection, guys. Now, if it's an older couple, I will talk and hint a lot more at more at payment protection. I'm asking them questions like, well, you know, are you going to be living here? Or when you die, is, you know, if they're talking about the kids, hey, when you die, are the kids going to move in here? Um, if it's an older couple and, the, you know, the kids have moved out, and if they start, you know, and start getting them to realize that, hey, more than likely the kids are not going to move in, they're going to sell the house, and getting them to realize that it's okay, we don't have to cover the entire mortgage, we can do a payment protection plan. And I explained to them what that is. Um and I'm kind of jumping a little bit around, but I don't have a lot of time. So as I'm remembering things, I'm telling you guys about it. But uh, I think that that's hugely important, especially when it's an when it's an older couple. You know, they have you know I've sit down with 70 year old folks that are getting you know 30 year refinancing on a, you know 200 thousand dollar houses or 150 thousand dollar homes, and, and you know it's kind of crazy to think about. You know, the banks are you know, get putting them into these type of, you know, giving these type of loans and loaning it out for that much. But, you know, it's getting them to realize, you know, they have grown kids or they have homes and families of their own and their own homes. They're not going to move in. They're probably just going to sell the property. And, you know, tell them, you know, I start telling them about like, hey, it's okay. This is what most of my clients do. You know, we set up a payment protection plan and, uh, and that stuff, but I'm finding out that information kind of right here when, you know, as far as like what happens when you die, like, and I'm setting that up for later. Um, you know, you know, what happens when you die, where, where, um, where's everybody moving, who's doing what. So it's really just opening up the communication and the conversations right here, guys. Um, and then after that, I, you know, the next page is where I show them my license and pictures of my little girl. Um, you know, I kind of I slide the, I actually literally hand them the ATM. Hey guys, this is my license. Um, so you know, I've been authorized, deputized, and I kind of just joke a little bit about the process I went through to get a license and and stuff, and let them, you know, give them the under, let them know that um, they can trust me, that I've been licensed to do this. And then I kind of show them a little pic, a few pictures of my of uh, me and my daughter and uh you know if there are people that have kids i start i ask them for advice on how to raise my kid um say she's only seven years old what advice can you give me um you know people i use people usually seem to light up a lot there's you know big smiles and how to tell me to trying to give me advice on um what i should be doing with my little girl you know hey they 
it's it's giving them the opportunity to offer something back to you and give you advice. You're there advising them about the insurance, but they get to give you life life advice. So it's uh, it usually works out pretty good uh, for me with these folks. Um, the next page for me, guys, is the um, is the carrier page. It's companies I represent. Uh, I use this page, guys, to take away most objections uh, at this point. Um, I start, uh, when I'm doing this page, I'm like, Hey guys, I work with about 50, you know, these are a few, these are some companies I work with. I work with about 16 companies altogether. And then I start going and then I start letting them taking away objections at this point. Like guys, the reason we work with so many, it lets me do the shopping with you. Um, and so I'm already, ta- I'm taking away the shopping around part. Um, the reason we work was, uh, like I said, we, we do the shopping with you, um, guys, not necessarily for price. When you're comparing one company to the next and it's the same plan and it's just, and you're comparing it apples to apples, it's state regulated. They're going to be within a few dollars of each other. But it's going to be where one company is going to be accepting somebody with certain kind of prescriptions or conditions. The other company is going to be easier to get along with. So it lets me mix and match and customize a plan specific for you and your family. Um, and so, at this, so then after that, I start telling them about uh, you know I'm telling them I'm not going to put you through a physical. I'm not I'm not going to be you know no one's going to come out here poking prod you and you know, take your blood and stuff. You know, I kind of joke at this point, hey, I'm not taking your blood. You don't want me anywhere near you with a needle. Um, you know, get a good laugh out of them. And then I kind of explain, I, I go into why we don't do the physicals. Um, and I use stories as well. I use stories from other people that I work with. And I just say, um, you know, for example, I say, hey, they, um, these folks, when they're when they're taking your blood and urine, um, these companies, you know, the, the people that are reviewing it, they're you know, they're lab workers, they're not doctors, they make mistakes all the time, uh, and you know, if they make a mistake, it goes on the MIB report. I explain to them, hey, it's, all, it's a report where all the companies can see it, and getting insured can become a nightmare. And then I tell them, a, I, I tell them stories. Um, one I use is. Uh, you know, I have a, another agent at the hotspot say that, uh, you know, had uh, this situation arise. I don't say it was another agent at the hotspot. I just say, hey, we, as a company, we had a gentleman that we took care of here recently. Um, a few years back, he did the physical with the company. They came back and told him he had hepatitis C, and he did it. Um and then, you know, he went on the MIB report. He went years without getting insurance. If he would have died in that time frame until we got a chance, I had the opportunity to help him, his family was going to be left with nothing. And um, it's usually, I usually get, um, you know, eyes wide open when I give him that story. Um, it's a true story. Um, but, you know, I use that type of stuff to, to help him understand why we're not doing that. And the reason I'm doing that is because, Especially if it's somebody younger, they've probably seen a commercial where, you know, they're saying you can get these rates uh, as low as such and such. And, you know, these companies are giving them a preferred, some crazy rating that only less less than 5% of people um, can apply for or, or can, can get approved for. And if I'm sitting down with a, young, a much younger couple, I'm actually going into more details on that. With them, I'm like, hey, guys, the other thing is, you know, I tell them this story. is like the other part is, it's like, hey, these companies come 
um, you know, these companies will show you this crazy low, low rate that uh, you know you only the only Olympic athletes can can get approved for. And then once they do the blood and urine, after about a, a month long process, they come back and say, "Hey, your cholesterol's too high," and they put the price up. Your high and weight's not perfect. The price comes up. I said, and by the, uh, the time there's, it's all said and done and they're picking you apart, they've quadrupled the price and you're just like, whatever, keep it. So we don't put you through that process, guys. We keep it nice and simple. It's um, yes and no health questions and they look at your prescriptions. Um, and just remember, guys, it just depends on who I'm sitting with. If I'm sitting down with an elderly person for final expense, I'm not using that. I'll just tell them, hey, no physicals. Um, but if it's a younger person that's probably seen some pricing on TV or looked around and seen some crazy stuff, you know, I explained to them what that is. Um, so I said, um, after that, I kind of just go a little bit further. Hey, this is anything I'm looking at here, guys. It's not going to be, it's not like um, AARP or AAA or those credit union policies that keep coming up in price. Uh, every couple of years or, you know, is everything I'm looking at to you is locked in and stays the same for that period, for the, either for life or that period of time. It's not uh, that, that you need it for. And it's not going to be one of those policies where you hit a certain age, it starts reducing coverage on you. Everything is locked in. The only person that could change this is you. And then, you know, I was like, and then guys, this is also, I was like, and then I started explaining the, the globe life as well. But Hey guys, I don't know. You've probably got that little card from globe life in the mail. Um, where, you know, it's offering you, I say something ridiculous here. It's like, it's, telling, it's giving you like a million dollars for five bucks a month. And they are usually laughing. It's like, it's only going to cover you if you get hit by a train. And it's like, it's accidental only. And, you know, I make it okay in case they have it. And I say, hey guys, there's nothing wrong with having an accidental policy. They're great to have. I'm assuming you want something that's going to cover you no matter what happens. And they say, yes, we want something that's going to cover us no matter what happens. So I'm kind of already taking away, I have Globe Life. I'm taking, you know, so that, that's what I'm using this page for, to kind of like take away the shopping around, taking away the physicals, um, you know, taking away, you know, kind of covering ARPs or accidentals or all those other companies and kind of like let them know, hey, ours is completely solid. It's something that, it's not like that other stuff. And then I finish it off with, um, guys, I am not the person that gets the final say-so. Only thing that I am doing today, and I emphasize I'm doing it today, is I'm going to ask you the, I'm going to ask you some questions. We're going to filter through these companies. We're going to figure out a plan specific for you. We're going to make sure it's affordable. And then all I'm going to do, and then every, all, I'm, all I could do from there is we're just going to do the application and send it in and see if we get approved. Is that fair? And they, you know, on almost all the time, I just get, yep, that is fair. And so I'm taking away the I have to think about it part right here as well. Um, you know, hey, we're just going, we're just trying to get this approved. And you know, usually I get the, the thumbs up, and you know, we kind of go from there. Um, after that is the, the your financial picture. At this point, guys, um, you're you're collecting the information that's on here. Um. You know, you just get all of the information, literally, like, ask each and every one of them. Usually the people are just kind of reading it off and start kind of giving you the information. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're asking about their policies, hey, grab that policy. Let me take a look at it and make sure, you know, we've got everything here. Um, 
you know, when I'm asking as far as current life policies, I'm also very specific here. I'm taking another objection. I'm like, hey, policies that you own and control outside of work. Work insurance is awesome. It's cheap. Get what you can, but you don't. It's not your policy. You don't own it. Um, and then when you leave, if you leave work or if you get sick and you lose your job, you don't get to keep the coverage. So this is something that you have yourself. And, uh, you know, I just kind of go through this page. I, I don't have a lot of time to, to go through everything right here, but uh, I mean, this is this is point, especially if you're just um, getting started, this is the point. You get all this information. Make sure you get all the medications. But, hey, grab your medications real quick, and let, let me go ahead and do, take a look at it. If somebody's a little resistant on the medication, just, you know, go, hey, you know, uh, it's the companies will be looking at the medications. They're going to be able to see them. I just need to know so I'm, we can make sure we're sending you to the right company. Uh, usually from that point, I don't get any resistance to get the medications. Um, and then, of course, you're going to grow. You're going to call your grown-up line um, at that point to, to for them to give you some advice on what to do at this point. Um, and, you know, you call whoever it is, um, calling Phil, Kelly, Trina, you call me, um, and we'll we'll tell you what to write. But, you know, you want to have this information already done before we call. I know I've had, a, a, you know, I've had uh, folks call me, not necessarily, not, not people necessarily um, in my group, but uh, in other groups call me, and, you know, they, they start rattling off all the information. I'm like, hey, how old is the person? <laughs> so, you know, we don't have their... Um, I don't have their age or anything of that nature. So just let's have all that stuff done. And guys, um, like I said, that's the that's some of the most important parts um, with this. And uh, I'm going to close with this kind of don't be scared to be real with these people and to really, you know, have a conversation. If it's if I'm you know, if I'm dealing with a person that's got some some health issues going on and stuff of that nature, and they're kind of, you know, I, I literally would just look at them and be like, hey, you know, do I have your permission to be, com- you know, um, to be completely, you know, honest with you without not having to sugarcoat anything? And they have never had anybody tell me no. They said, please, you know, I expect it to be. And, you know, I then, if it's a situation where they have some health issues going on, like, hey, we have this and this going on, guys. Um, um, this is the type of policies I'm going to have to be able to go through. We're not going to, uh, I'm not going to have too much other stuff available to you. It just depends on what they've got going on. But, um, but if it's, for example, if it's a mortgage protection, um, this is where, uh, you know, I use that a lot of times where, like, hey, I'm, we're not going to be able to get you, you know, a big, big policy here because we have diabetic neuropathy, but I can do these type of policies and, and, and make sure we, you know, we take care of the payment and stuff. So, but, the, you know, however you need to word it, but what, I'm, what I'm trying to say here, guys, is don't be scared to just really have that conversation with folks and really be don't be scared to be open with them and don't be scared to be just brutally honest with them about some stuff. I mean, you don't want to sit there and try to kind of, you know, sugarcoat stuff and, and beat around the bush on certain things and, you know, that, you know, try to, you know, make it look like you're trying to kind of hide something like they can't do something. I'm just very straightforward kind of like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to kind of like address the elephant in the room. Okay. Hey, you've got, this and this going on, you know, th- this is what we can get you. I'm, I'm very straightforward with them. Uh, guys, wish I had some more time. Uh, I know you guys are getting ready to start dialing. Um, if you got any questions, I'd be happy to chat with you. 
Um, y'all go out there and go kill it. Love y'all. Have a good one.